the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. American businesses hit the pause on hiring last month. U.S. employers added just 20,000 jobs, the fewest in nearly a year and a half. At the same time, however, the Labor Department says the unemployment rate fell to 3.8 percent. Correspondent Ben Thomas says the report is a big miss for economists. They had been expecting payrolls to grow by at least 180,000 jobs in February. President Trump now leaving the White House, heading to Alabama. He'll visit tornado-ravaged Lee County, where last weekend's tornadoes killed 23 people and pretty much wiped the small town of Beauregard off the map. On Wall Street this morning, in the aftermath of that unemployment report for February, stocks are sharply lower, with the Dow down about 208 points, and the S&P 500 index trading 22 points lower. This is SRN News. March is National Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month. According to the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, MS is a chronic, unpredictable disease of the central nervous system. MS can cause many symptoms, including blurred vision, loss of balance, poor coordination, slurred speech and tremors, numbness, extreme fatigue, problems with memory and concentration, paralysis, blindness, and more. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Check out our website, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Our program guide, podcasts, and more all found there. We check your forecast from the Eagle Wellness Studios. Today, mostly cloudy with a high around 30. Mostly cloudy 24 for your Friday night. Then Saturday, we enter that winter storm watch with heavy snow throughout the day. Saturday, Saturday night, and the lingering into Sunday with highs in the low 30s. Like It Matters Radio is next here on Wellness 1570. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare, and MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program. It's been around for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country, 
And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2 billion of each other's medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is around 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. The Lord's blessings are around us all the time. Look for them. Enjoy them. Share them. Share Him. May we also exhort and encourage one another to be listed as good and faithful servants. I really appreciate the guys that I work with. And I'm very confident, especially in the sales guys, Tim and Matt, when they're in somebody's house, they're going to treat them like I would treat a customer, which is with sincerity and gentleness and caring. We would like you to come away from a meeting with us, knowing that regardless of where our relationship goes, you are confident that we have your best interests at heart. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. And we're here to reaffirm something we've always stood for. We're not salespeople. We're just great roofers. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about what's your mission. What's your mission? You know, uh, that's an important question. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again, you know, unfortunately, we have a, a society is driven a lot of times by uh, by television. You know, a lot of stuff that uh, our our national pastime we call it baseball, but it's really television. You know, in the '50s, '60s, when TV was coming out, people would sit in front of the TV and become a family event. You know, just like it was with the radio, and it really is a tie to a lot of stuff in our past. And I remember watching the show Mission Impossible. My mom and dad were watching, I would be forced to watch it or at least hear the, the audio track as it's playing out as I'm moving around, you know, doing dishes or whatever. And I used to remember uh, on the uh, Mission Impossible, this guy would go, he would go into this weirdest places. That's how the show would start. He'd go into this hidden areas, his rooms, pull this up, go behind this, shut doors, turn off lights, put on padlocks, uh, and then would look around and find this tape player. He would be given a mission, but he would always start out if you choose to accept it. And then it would always say, well, good luck. And then it would say, this message is going to self-destruct in five seconds. Matter of fact, let's play that clip. Good morning, Mr. Phelps. 
The man you're looking at is Walter Townsend, one of our high-ranking intelligence officers, whom we recently discovered is a top enemy agent. Upon learning this, we allowed Townsend access to false information, which will cause his country severe embarrassment if believed and acted upon. Unfortunately, this man, George Simpson, Townsend's only contact in America, discovered the information was false and reported to his superiors that Townsend had defected. However, his superiors are aware Simpson is jealous of Townsend. The truth or falsity of this information is so important that they are sending their most brilliant intelligence officer, Stefan Miklos, to investigate. Your mission, Jim, should you decide to accept it, is to make Stefan believe Townsend's information. As always, should you or any of your IM force be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Jim. Good luck, Jim. <laughs> you know, it's so cool because I want you to know uh, a couple of things about a mission that we're going to cover today. Uh, is it is uh, It's one of those things that you just know. You don't get a choice to accept or not. When you understand your mission statement, you buy into it. It's yours. It's uh, it's who you are. It's what you do. It's the quality in which you do it. It's not an option. You, you decide right off the bat that this is who you are, this is what you're going to do. And there is no luck involved if you have a proper vision. But it is interesting that in, in the Mission Impossible, the, the tape self-destructed all the time. Why does that matter? Because if it's self-destructed all the time, then they can't rewind it. See, and in our head, what we call re rewind is a remind. You know, I love words, remind, remember, uh, recollect. If you listen to words, we're putting things back together. And because the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face, because we move in the direction we're looking and we look in the direction we're moving, we need to have our purpose for being right in front of us at all time. Absolutely critical at all time. Because time is that one commodity uh, that we, uh, we cannot replace. Matter of fact, there's a book uh, called The Purpose Driven Life. And I did not realize this. Uh, now, it is more of a Christian book for those of you that don't want to believe in God, who don't want to be told how to live your life. I get it. Uh, but still, get this. 50 million copies in all formats. 50 million copies in all formats. I think this is 10 years. Uh, compare that to, to the seminal books I've been talking about lately, um, the games people play, which at the time of putting in Wikipedia, it sold 5 million. Uh, and then uh, I'm Okay, You're Okay, which came out a few years later, which was like 25 million. And those are huge books over 50 years ago uh, where they're at. And Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life, 50 million copies in 10 years in all formats. And it says on his own website, PurposeDriven.com, and has inspired millions to live on purpose. Why is it so big? Because the most basic question everyone faces in life is, why am I here? What's my purpose? All kinds of self-help books that suggest that what people can do and what people can do. But for some reason, this one really took off. The book helps readers understand God's incredible plan for their lives. And Rick Warren, who's a good writer, uh, enables them to see the big picture of what life is all about and begin to live the life that God created them to live. You know, uh, and it basically covered on uh, God's five purposes that Rick Warren felt. I would highly recommend the book, even if you're not a Christian. Uh, again, I study the Quran. I'm not a Muslim. 
Uh, I study a lot of the Torah, and they all, I'm, I'm, I, I hate to say I'm not Jewish, but really Christianity is the fulfillment of the Jewish religion. So Jews are my brothers and sisters, and so are Muslims who uh, follow Isa al-Masir. They're my brothers and sisters as well. But in um, Rick Warren's book, he identified five purposes for each of us. He says we are planned for God's pleasure. So your first purpose uh, is to offer real worship. Secondly, we were formed for God's family. So your second purpose is to enjoy real fellowship. Third, we were created to become like Christ. So your third purpose is to learn real discipleship. Fourth, we were shaped for serving God. So your fourth purpose is to practice real ministry. And fifth, we were made for a mission. So your fifth purpose is to live out real evangelism. But that's what we're going to talk about today. We were made for a mission. And it's not a secret. I always tell people, you know, you were you were created to glorify God, so thanks for the money, appreciate your time. And then you got to figure out how you do that using your gifts, talents, resources. But today I want to focus in on a, a mission statement. you got to have a reason to get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again. And in our leadership training, that's one of the things that we do. We go into in-depth in writing out a mission statement because we need to know who we are. We need to know why we're here. We need to know where we're going. We need to know who's where. These are important existential questions. That's why I talk about the book that have seven habits of highly effective people. Again, great, a great work. Uh, to this day, one of the best books on uh, personal growth, on uh, self-control I, I've ever read. Seven habits, you know. And it's interesting because as I read the seven habits, one of these days I'm going to do a book actually on this, I mean a class on the seven habits because it's just a great reminder. You know, the first habit is be proactive. The proactive approach to a mistake is to acknowledge it instantly, correct it, learn from it. Responsible for behavior, results, and growth, right? We're supposed to take control of our life. Being proactive is all about taking responsibility for our life. We, we can't keep blaming everything on our parents, on the president, on what happened 30 years ago, what happened 200 years ago, what happened 15 years ago. Proactive people recognize that they are responsible. They don't blame genetics, circumstances, conditions, or conditioning for their behavior. They own their own world, which then the second habit was begin with the end of mind, right? Our, your most important work is always ahead of you, never behind you. People are working harder than ever, but because they lack clarity and vision, they aren't getting very far. They, in essence, are pushing a rope with all their might, Dr. Coving talks about. So then the third habit is putting first things first. And I'm going to suggest that this is where we're off. Um, Putting first things first should be one of the first things. Yeah, we should be proactive. But before we begin with the end in mind, and we're going to talk about that after break. We first got to put first things first. And the first things first are why are you here? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night and get up the next day and do it again and again and again? And today that's what we're going to go through. We're going to go through the, the, the mission. What is your mission? And once you create this mission, it needs to be written down because this doesn't need to self-destruct. You need to be able to remind yourself to recollect, to remember, to have it in front of you at all time. Why? Because the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. Because we move in the direction we're, we're looking, and we look in the direction we're moving. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina, who served for 33 years, said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. 
you know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. Thank you for joining us on Like It Matters Radio. And today we're asking, what's your mission? And this is why this needs to be part of your daily schedule. You need to block off just one hour a day. You're worth it. You deserve it. Our mind is the only organ in our body that gets better with use. I'm 53 years old and some things starting to take my first little medicine. My hair is starting to thin out uh, because it, my, my body's wearing out. My legs are sore because I put in 24-hour days. I've been doing what I do for 27 years uh, in a two-and-a-half-day class on my Fitbit, my activity tracker. Last, uh, the, lately, I've been getting 113,000 steps, 50,000 steps is a marathon. So in a class, a two and a half day class that is done in a hotel meeting room, I get 113,000 steps. 
See, it's about life. Life's about activity. Life's about doing. How are we remembered at the end of our life? By what we did with our time, what activities we did with our time. And today we're asking about what's your mission? And because it, it matters because planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. There's going to come a time in each and every one of our lives where we're going to be lying on our deathbed wondering, did it make a difference? There's going to come a time in each and every one of our lives where we're going to take our last breath. There's going to come a time in each and every one of our lives where we're going to say our final goodbye. And so we got to realize that that's going to happen. It's inevitable. You know, what's the old saying? Two things everybody has to do, die and pay taxes. And you can avoid taxes for a little while. And you can avoid the, uh, you know, taking your last breath on this planet for a little while. But at some point, this too shall pass. You know, when I moved to Texas years ago, uh, I was stuck on uh, on the freeway. Uh, we were immovable. And one thing I love about Texas, especially the Metroplex area, is there's more than one place to get everywhere, one way to get everywhere. It's so cool. I mean, if this is backed up or that's backed up, you can go to side street, go on different freeways, different uh, FMs, uh, different. Uh, it's just really good. They they did well in the design of getting to point A from point B. And so, uh, man, when I first moved here, I was stuck on the freeway, backed up, and uh, I knew it had to be something strange because that's not typical. And so uh, I, I checked out what had happened, and here's what happened. There was this local radio personality, and he had got off of work about lunchtime. He was uh, heading home uh, to greet his wife. They were going to have lunch, and uh, right in front of him was, uh, I guess, a flatbed truck with a forklift sitting on it. And I don't know all the details, uh, but it was sitting too high, wasn't tied down properly. And so here's this semi-truck, a flatbed truck with this forklift on the back going down the freeway, you know, 70 to 80 miles an hour. Uh, it hits the uh, overpass. And that overpass catapults the forklift and crushes the guy. Now, I know it sounds funny. I don't mean it to sound funny. But how many people do you know? have been killed by flying forklift. That's my point. You know, when it's time to go, it's time to go. You look at Steve Irwin, you know, the crocodile hunter. That's a bad dude. I mean, I'm as heterosexual as you get, and a man, an Australian accent, even on a man, is pretty cool. <laughs> this guy was on a break from filming something for his daughter, some one of her shows they were doing, and uh, he and the cameraman were just swimming, you know, on a break, saw Ray, uh, you know, one of those beautiful rays. You know, millions of people every year pay lots of money to go to tropical places and swim with rays. So people do it all the time. They pay good money. And so they see this ray. They're swimming with it, filming it. And uh, the ray, for some reason, thought it was being threatened, was being cornered, was being attacked. Uh, and it attacked back and uh, supposedly darted Steve's heart over 100 times in a couple seconds. He was dead before they got him out of the water. It was actually all filmed uh and uh, I just wouldn't watch it. I mean, there's a guy that wrestled crocodiles. When it's time to go, it's time to go. 16-year-old kid in Texas a few years back when uh, shoots the, uh, the winning game shot at the buzzer and collapses on the floor and dies. You know, people eating pico de gallo, fresh vegetables, uh, get salmonella and die. Uh, you know, September 11, 2001, people said, I'll see you in a little while. Got on plane and plane. Uh, never landed on its wheels, and people never got out. And the strange thing about the guy who was killed by a flying forklift, 
I've intentionally not sought information about them. Why? Because I love the power of this question. Are you going to live your life in such a way that people know more about the way you died than the way you live? I mean, think about that. Are you going to live your life more? You know, you got my point? People are noticing things. And that's why I follow Jesus Christ, not just by the way he lived his life, but the way, the way he died as he was being crucified. You know, he said seven things on the cross. You should know this if you're a believer. First thing he said was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Again, shows us that even when we're being treated poorly, even when things aren't going well, uh, we're supposed to have grace and mercy so that we can get some uh, back meted out to us from God. And so you got to know, why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night again, and do it again and again and again? And will you be more remembered for the way you lived your life and the way you died? That's one of the one thing about this Black Lives Matter things that bothers me so much. It seems like only Black Lives Matter that were killed, and not just killed, but they had to be killed by a cop or killed by a white person. And if they were killed by a cop and a white person, then their life mattered. But if they weren't, you never hear about these people. I could do daily little children, brown-skinned children that are killed all over this country, that are gunned down in gang violence in Chicago, that you never, ever, ever, ever hear their words or their name. And unless it was a cop, black-on-black violence, more more black people die from black-on-black violence than anything else. But you never hear about them. And that's what bothers me. They're not live. I mean, let's be honest. Michael Brown, and my, my condolences to his family, it sucks to lose anybody. I mean, you look at the way he lived his life. It was not good. He was a bully. He was angry. He was abandoned. Uh, man, how many men that his mother was uh, dating were abusing him over his lifetime? I feel bad for Michael Brown. He's an angry young man who had no hope. Man, I would love to get a hold of Michael Brown and just teach him that he has value. He matters. That, yeah, he got hurt and pain like we all do. And so I don't want to go on a diatribe here, but it stirs me up. That's why I do what I do. Go to likeitmatters.net. I help people. We can't control what the world does to us. We can't control if someone's going to like you because you're white or like you because you're black. You can't control the color of your skin. You can't control where you were born. You can't control the fact that you were born. You can't control your, your height. You can't control your genetic makeup. But you know what we can do is control everything else. And that's why we have to have a mission. A mission. It's who you are. It's what you do. The quality in which you do it. And I got this article, uh, the nine words mission statements all time, because there are some parameters you need to know a little bit about. Uh, you know, it says here, this is from Minda Zetlin, co-author of The Geek Gap. That's uh, from Inc. Magazine. She said a mission statement can be a forceful way to motivate yourself and your team toward a common goal. Just consider this from Amazon's mission statement. To be the Earth's most customer-centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online. Boom. Powerful mission statement. Even when the company only sold books, this vision helped guide it where it wanted to go. And I saw a picture of uh, Bezos uh, in his office when he just started Amazon by himself, a little desk with stuff everywhere. Incredible. And so there are a couple things with mission statements. I want to go through this article because I think she made some good points. And then we're going to go into some mission statements and and how to make them up. Uh, Number one, he says, you have plenty of time. Read this, right? She goes on to say, Avon's mission statement is focused on six core aspirations the company continually strives to achieve. 
begins Avon's, Avon's mission statement. Then it goes on and on. It weighs in at 249 words that cover everything from surpassing competitors to increasing shareholder value to fighting breast cancer. It's great to do many important things at once, but your mission statement should provide employees in the world at large with one or two. In other words, stay focused. An eagle that is focused on two prey or more will lose both. And then number two, she says, why bother with grammar? Quote, McDonald's brand mission is to be our customer's favorite place and way to eat and drink, begins McDonald's mission statement. That's fine. But then it continues, our worldwide operations are aligned around a global strategy called the plan to win which centers on exceptional customer experience, people, products, place, price, and promotion. I like it. She doesn't seem to like it, but I thought it was good. She said, but the important lesson is that after you put in the time and effort, perhaps paid a consultant to create the perfect mission statement, you should take an extra few seconds to put on a simple grammar spell check. Yeah, again, I I don't wrap that up as much, uh, but she says it's important. Number three, we don't care what business we're in. Here's Albertson's mission statement. To create a shopping experience that pleases our customers, a workplace that creates opportunities, and a great working environment for our associates, and a business that achieves its financial success. Yeah, and they're saying, but what do you do? So remember, it's got to be who you are, what you do, and the quality of what you do. At number four, says the sky's the limit. To help make every brand more inspiring and the world more intelligent, begins Avery Dennison's mission statement. That's a pretty lofty ambition, he says, for a company whose product is a stick on labels. So again, is it relevant, I guess you would say. A good mission statement should have some relationship to reality. Uh, number five, we don't mean it. Here's the first sentence of Barnes & Noble's mission statement. Our mission is to operate the best specialty retail business in America, regardless of the product we sell. Here's the third sentence. To say that our mission exists independent of the product we sell is to demean the importance and the distinction of being booksellers. Huh. And she says it's probably better if your mission statement doesn't contradict itself. Six, we like ourselves just the way we are. Uh, it's interesting. If you have a mission statement, why not already think you're great? That's the concept. But a mission statement should have some body to it. We thought better of it. Hershey's mission statement says continuing Milton Hershey's legacy of commitment to cut consumers, community, and children. We provide high-quality Hershey's products while conducting our business in a social, responsible way. Again, you can put your own words on it there. Number eight, if you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. She's referencing Dell's mission statement. And lastly, guess whose mission statement this is? It is our mission to continue to authoritatively provide access to diverse services to stay relevant in tomorrow's world. Huh. Interesting. It's generic, made up by When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Chicago, March 14th through the 16th. Details at likeitmatters.net.
If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. This is Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to INeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss, INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. INeedMoreHair.com Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, we're asking the question, what's your mission? You know, planes crashing, people die. It's a fact of life. You got to have a purpose, a reason why. The reason why you get out of bed each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again. How do you know if you had a good day? How do you know if you had a good week? How do you know if your life has had value? How do you know if this has been a good year so far? How do you know if last year was a bad year? Don't you understand? Good, bad, right, wrong, better or not so good, resourceful, not resourceful, you got to understand what's going on. I study the subconscious brain. I study thought patterns, word patterns. And you got to understand what you're saying. How do you know? You know because you have a litmus test in your unconscious brain. But the problem is it shouldn't be in your unconscious brain. It should be in your conscious brain. It should be right before you. I mean, how, how many times have we prepared a grocery list? Some people go shopping once a, once a week or twice a month, and they put together this big old shopping list. And so many times, after all this preparation, uh, they go to the store, and then they look for the shopping list. They don't have it. They ask the person with them, where's the shopping list? And they go, I thought you had it. Right? Why would you go to the grocery store to prepare this entire list and not have instructions with you of what to get. Because when I shop without a list, I spend a lot more money. I get a lot more things. It's the same thing. If you're going on a long journey, you would never go anywhere without some directional advice, whether it's a map, a GPS system, 
uh, a friend who knows where they're going, uh, stopping every five miles and asking for direction, right? Some type of directional. And that's what our mission statement is. A mission statement is comparative to a compass. If you know what a compass is, you you shoot a, a point on a horizon way up high so you can see it no matter what's in front of you. Uh, and that you move in that direction. And the cool thing about having a point, a zenith, an azimuth, if you will, that sometimes in life you'll get off course and all you got to do is lift your eyes up, right? It's the, the movie Moana. I love cartoons. Moana, right? She was guided by the star. She fell asleep one time uh, and then she, she didn't know where she was. She looked up and she realized she was off course. Why? Because she had a compass, which was the star in the sky. She had a directional device. And that's what your mission statement is. It tells you where to invest your time. This is right from uh, franklincovey.com. It says, habit number three in the seven habits of highly effective people. It says, put first things first. Dr. Covey said, effective leadership is putting first things first. Effective management is discipline carrying it out. And he goes on to say, execute on most important priorities. Quote, to live a more balanced existence, you have to recognize that not doing everything that comes along is okay. There's no need to extend yourself. All it takes is realizing that it's all right to say no when necessary and then focus on your highest priorities. See, and he said another one of his quotes, I love this quote, people are working harder than ever, but because they lack clarity and vision, they aren't getting very far. They, in essence, are pushing a rope with all their might. And then I refer back to a good friend, uh, Jim Stovall. Jim Stovall read a great book, uh, Ultimate Productivity. He actually did the forward uh, note on one of my books I'd written. Very kind of him. And this is a quote from the book Ultimate Productivity by Jim Stovall. Said, so just because you're moving, it does not mean you're moving in the right direction. Visualize the hamster in the cage, frantically running on the spinning wheel. He has a lot of activity, but no productivity. If the hamster runs even faster, he still doesn't go anywhere. He goes on to say, quote, be careful to never confuse activity with productivity. Most people in our society work very hard in terms of activity. And we all fill 24 hours each day and seven days a week with activity. But as in the case of our hamster friend, just because we're running or even sprinting or even doing a lot of stuff, doesn't mean we're really moving at all in terms of productive progress toward our personalized success goals, right? And Covey goes on to say, putting first things first means organizing and executing around your most important priorities. It is living and being driven by the principles you value most, not by the agendas and forces surrounding you. Remember I said on the seven habits of highly effective people, and I'm going to do a show, I think, on the seven habits. It's just, it's just a great book, you know, sharpen the saw, don't work yourself to death, be proactive, begin with the end in mind, put first things first, think win-win, seek first to understand, then be understood, synergize. I mean, so many basics, and he just encapsulated them so nicely. So in other words, habit number one says you're in charge, right? You're the creator. That's about being proactive. It's always about choice, not being a victim, not being, uh, you know, everybody's play toy to where it's just you have no control like a pet, but to actually say, hey, I'm in charge. I create my experience. Uh, I accept the environments I'm in. If I don't like them, I change them. Then habit two in the order is mental creation, beginning with the end in mind. But this is why I think he got it 
backwards. And no man owns the truth. Everybody can be a little bit off. He says, see, habit number three, he says, is the second creation, the physical creation. The habit is where habits one and two come together. But I believe putting first things first should come after being proactive. Because how do you know, uh, you know, what, what uh, to begin with the end of mind, unless you're putting first things first. But what he's talking about here is activity. Activity. See, he's talking about where habits one and two come together. Right? Habit three, he says, is about life management. It's not just about time management. Because Covey, Franklin Covey's real big on time management. And so they're saying, no, it's not just about time management. It's about life management. It's about managing our purposes, our values, our roles, our priorities. What are first things? First things are those things you personally find of most worth. Right? Those things are most valuable. Managing time and events according to your personal priorities established in your mission statement. That's what you got to get. Mission statement. Covey, it was so cool, he would go into the four quadrants. I love this about him. You know, quadrant number one was important and urgent. Quadrant number two was important, not urgent. Quadrant number three was not important uh, uh, and urgent. And uh, uh, quadrant number four was not important, not urgent. And he says most people spend their time uh, in quadrant one. And a lot spend them in quadrant four. Not important, not urgent. That's your phone that's all the stuff you get lost on Facebook and all that. But he says most of our time as a good leader should be spent in quadrant two, which is important and not urgent. It means effectiveness. And the words they put down under quadrant two are proactive work, important goals, creative thinking, planning and prevention, relationship building, learning and renewal, recreation. Again, it goes. it's like the hierarchy of relationships. You know, in our class, we pose questions to people. You can go to likeitmatters.net to, to read about it. But there are times that we have people question themselves. We need to question ourselves. We need to live and examine life. And I ask them, what are the most important relationships in your life and why? And people look at me. And I say, well, say again, what are the most important relationships in my life and why? Why does that matter? Because of this rare commodity time we're talking about. Those relationships that are most important you should spend more time in. Most people spell love T-I-M-E. It's our time. It's our rarest commodity. It's our most priceless thing. You know, right now, I'm at the low end of the financial totem pole. I used to be at the high end. I'll get back up there. But right now, my greatest asset is my time, my knowledge, my skill set, my years of experience. It's like, I think, with Peter and Paul, they were going into the, the, the synagogue. And uh, there was someone begging for alms outside. He says, please, please, you know, uh, alms, you know, give me money. And Peter said, uh, well, silver and gold I have none of. But what I have, you're more than welcome to. And that's kind of where I'm at in life. Silver and gold I have none of. But what I do have, uh, I'm willing to share. That's why I do this radio show. That's why I give away as many classes I sell in likeitmatters.net. And it's kind of like this. You know, I, I saw something years ago in the Christian world about I'm second, I'm number two, I'm second. And I always wonder, how did they get up the totem pole so high? Because I read my word of God. I'm supposed to put God first. He's our first love. And so there's God. Uh, and then when uh, God brings a man and woman together, they become one. Let no man tear us under. And so my love, uh, just like Christ loved the church and put the church before him, I'm supposed to put my wife before me. So there's God. There's Valerie or Miss Black, as some of you know her. And then I have four kids. 
my four kids did not ask me uh, to procreate with their mom and create them, right? Nope. So I'm to put them before my needs because love, for God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your kids, you do something about it. For you so love your spouse, you do something about it. For you so love your kid, you do something about it, right? So there's God, there's my wife, that's one and two, and I got four kids, Faith, Christian, Major, and Benaiah. So that's three, four, five, six. My purpose, why I was created, why this carbon-based life form had life breathed into it, that's number seven. And then number eight is me. So I'm eight. And why does a relational hierarchy matter? Because, again, your time matters. And where you spend your time, this rare commodity. Because remember, you can replace everything else. You can replace your spouse. You can replace your home. You can replace your car. You can replace a pet. You can replace your kidney, right? You can replace memories. You can replace trauma with something else, right? Anybody get what I'm saying? But one thing you cannot replace is your time. And if you think about it, the way we're remembered in our lives at our eulogy, when we're in a box at the front of a room and all these people are crying and sharing stories, you know what they're sharing stories about? What you exchanged your time for. That is, in essence, your mission. Why are you here? What's your purpose? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, give the next day? What have you mortgaged your life for? What have you exchanged your time that you've been given for what activity? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're asking the important question, what's your mission? Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions, and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. 
Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And make sure you tune in uh, next week. I will be having some uh, um, graduates uh, sh- join us on the radio uh, from Team uh, 196. Uh, and also next week, I will be going to Chicago. Uh, I'll be doing a training in uh, Chicago starting Thursday. So if you're interested in our training, you want to see how I can help you live the life that you were created to live, go to likeitmatters.net. Likeitmatters.net. That's where I take all this stuff that you listen to me on the radio, and you actually learn it at the cellular level. You learn how to apply it. And if you can't go to the training or you've been to the training, that's what this radio show is for. But this radio show will never replace the physical act of doing, of knowing, of applying, because, you know, there's a huge gap in most people's life. It's called the knowing-doing gap. A lot of you got the T-shirt. A lot of you can tell other people what to do. A lot of you read the books. But the actual application uh, is hard because this radio show has three principles. Inspiration. I want to I inspire you. I want to give you hope. Educational. I want to teach you so that you know there's truth in the facts. Uh, and then lastly, lastly, I want to move you. That's what applicational is about. Give you something that you can apply today that will make your life better because we're all called to be under construction. Right in the corporate world, we call it six sigma, we call it lean sigma, we call it uh, uh, you know lean manufacturing. It's about constant, never-ending improvement. That's what we do at likeitmatters.net, constant, never-ending improvement. And that's what we do on this radio show. And so if you miss any of this radio show, please, you should block off an hour a day. I don't care if it's at midnight, I don't care if it's at 11 o'clock, you can listen to this radio show on the radio. You know, and we are in two terrestrial markets. Uh, we are in St. Louis, Missouri, on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. We play Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. We're in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. Uh, again, go to your AM dial, AM 1570, uh, or you can go live stream with TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. We play twice a day in the Twin Cities. Uh, we, we play originally at 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then we replay uh, from 5 to 6 p.m. Uh, and because of our connection uh, to the Minneapolis station, you can also find us on iHeartRadio. We're on all of them. Tune in, and I don't even know all the ones, but you can find us there at Like It Matters Radio. But if you go to iHeartRadio, if you query, if you search, 
Wellness Radio 1570. That's us. We're connected to that. If you do that, there you will find uh, us twice a day, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then replayed 5 to 6 p.m. And remember, you can always go to our website, likeitmattersradio.com, and listen to this message and many archived messages at your own leisure. Uh, and iTunes, uh, you can now subscribe to us on iTunes. So if you go to iTunes, subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, uh, readily available right there in podcast form, our daily radio show. And if you still do Facebook, please still do like us on Facebook. Uh, we put pictures on it. We talk about what we're going to talk about. We give you information on where we're going to be, where we're going, all that wonderful stuff. So today I've been posing the question, what's your mission? What's your mission? Why does this matter? Because there's going to come a time in each and every one of our lives where we're going to be lying on our deathbed wondering if it mattered. You know, I've uh, I, I've seen many funerals. I've been to a couple. And I know why, but I always ask myself rhetorically, why? Why what? Well, here's this dead person in a box. And then people have a viewing. I get the reason why. And they're looking at this dead person in a box. And I always say to myself in my head, you know, I don't know about you. But when I die, I want to look so disgusting that nobody would look in that box. And again, you're missing the point. It's not by the way I died. It's by the way I lived. We have this life force, this passion, this energy, this purpose. We have resources, gifts, talents. We have trauma and drama. And when we take our last breath, they go to a zero-sum balance. What we don't use is lose. What we don't invest in other people is lost because we can't take it with us. That's the key. And so we got to know how we spend our time. And I want to live my life in such a way that when I take my last breath, I am worn out. I have no hair left. I'm wrinkly up. Why? Because I spent it all on this planet. Not in worry. Not in fret. Not in doubt. Because some of you young people out there, 20, 30, 40 years old, you're really old. All your worry, all your doubt, all your preoccupado, all that can, uh, all that uh, acid running through your system with all your bitterness and your pound of flesh, your, your limited belief systems, you're carrying your chains of pains from the past into other people's future. You don't have to do that. You're better than that leader. We've got to be delivered from some of our stuff in the past. We've got to separate ourselves. And that's the power of a mission statement. A mission statement not only tells you, where you're going, who you are, but also remove some things from your life. Remember, it's who you are, it's what you do, and the quality in which you do it. And a part of your mission statement is to live a life of integrity. And you have a chance to make some money in an ill-gotten way. It's not an option. And part of your uh, mission statement is have a, a good marriage or, or to be a person of integrity. Uh, then you have no reason to be at a place where people of the opposite sex are walking around naked. You know, if you're on a diet, why would you hang out at a bakery? And so not only does a mission statement get you going in the right direction, it removes things from your path. Here's a couple of personal mission statements. <clears throat> Just examples. My mission is to give for giving is what I do best and I can learn to do better. I will seek to learn for learning is the base for growth and growing is the key to living. I will seek first to understand for understanding is the key to finding value. And value is the basis for respect, decisions, and action. This should be my first act with my wife, my family, and my business. I want to help influence the future development of people and organizations. I want to teach my children and others to love and laugh, to learn and grow beyond their current bounds. I will build personal, business, and civic relationships by giving in frequent little ways. 
Now, one thing I learned a long time ago, and this is just my opinion, your mission statement is, is technically the best possible you, way out there in the future somewhere, but written as if it are true today. And so I know the power of words I teach them. I deal with the subconscious mind. Um, Sleight of mouth is a big deal. Our words carry meaning. And uh, they tell me what's going on at the unconscious level in people, too, if you just know what you're listening for and listen for language patterns. And so it's who you are, it's what you do, and the quality in which you do is your mission statement. But it needs to be written as if it were true today. It activates the law of attraction. To think is to create. As a man think is in his, his heart, so is he. So you want to make sure there's statements of commitment. You write it. Technically, a mission statement when it's written is a lie. It's the best possible you weigh out there, but written as if it's true today and using those words, terminology. So instead of saying, <clears throat> I um, this should be my first act in that mission statement I read, this will be my first act. This is my first act. Instead of the, <clears throat> the mission statement I read, I want to help influence the future development, it should say, I will. And even better than I will is I am. I love I am because of the name of God, number one. Number two, it puts you right smack in the middle of it. It's like the Alpha and Omega. There's no beginning or end. It's constant. It's going. And so you step into it. I believe a life in motion stays in motion. A mission in motion stays in motion. A body in motion stays in motion. You got to learn about the basic sciences. Instead of saying, I want to teach my children and others to love and laugh, I am teaching my children. I will teach my children, right? It's the best possible you way out there in somewhere in the future, but, it's a big but there, but written as if it's true today because it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. One thing I learned about studying the subconscious mind, it acts as if. Your unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. It treats everything as if. It doesn't discern. It doesn't say, well, that's not real. That's just made up. I read years ago, or not years ago, months ago, uh, from the Irish uh, Science Journal uh, that 40% of memories are made up. And we don't know the difference because our subconscious mind does not know the difference. Here's another uh, example of a personal mission statement. My mission is to give... I'm sorry, my mission is to live with integrity and to make a difference in the lives of others. To fulfill this mission, I have charity. I seek out and love the one, each one, regardless of his situation. I sacrifice. I devote my time, talents, and resources to my mission. I inspire. I teach by example that we are all children of a loving Heavenly Father and that every Goliath can be overcome. I am impactful. What I do makes a difference in the lives of others. It's simple. It's who you are. It's what you do. It's the quality in which you do it. That's what a mission statement is. Keeping it before you. Remember the reticular activating system is the brain's focal center. And whatever you park it on, it tends to see more often. And when you write a mission statement and then have that mission statement all around you, posted on your bathroom mirror, posted on your refrigerator door, posted in your hallway, posted at your office, then it reminds you who you are and what you're supposed to be doing. And if you go to likeitmatters.net, in the process of Leadership Awakening, uh, we have a unique way that you create a mission that you're absolutely emotionally tied to. So go to likeitmatters.net and see more about how we can help you live the life that you were created to live. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
Hey, it's Lee Michaels here with one of the newest members to the Patriot family. I am proud to be associated with Mike Murphy with EXP Realty. Now, it's a name that's familiar to some of you, but it's not our Mike Murphy. It's our new Mike Murphy. Mike, it is great to have you here. Thanks, Lee. We are excited to work with the Patriot and your listeners. Now, tell me, what makes EXP Realty different? EXP is a cloud-based brokerage. We like to call it the future of real estate. A lot of people get frustrated with the gimmicks and overpromises of many real estate agents. We pride ourselves on being different. No gimmicks, just great service. When you call our number, you will speak to me or my wife, Sharon, not an inexperienced team member. So if they want to speak to you or your wife, Sharon, how do they get a hold of you? Give us a call at 651-216-7870 or go to MikeMurphyTeam.com. It's that simple. If you're thinking about selling your home, check out Mike Murphy Team with EXP Realty. 651-216-7870 or online at MikeMurphyTeam.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ Golden Valley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.